Hello everyone, welcome to Podmas 2018 for Shelly Saves the Day. And if you don't know what Podmas is, this is an experiment where I will be releasing or trying to release a podcast every day up until Christmas. I hope you're excited to have some new content coming at you from my podcast. I know I'm super excited and I am ready to go. So let's go ahead and get this party started. Welcome to Podmas. Hello everyone, welcome to Podmas. Today I want to talk about a subject I know it's not the most exciting or sexy. It's about holding yourself accountable. I know, I said it. And I'm just as bad as anybody else out there. I put goals out there for myself and I thought that I would do a little bit of realization slash a check-in. I think it's good to do this occasionally on how are you doing against the goals that you set for yourself. And there's no one else I can blame except for me because I set these goals for myself at the beginning of the year. So I just want to share them with you. This is not to brag. This is just to tell you where I'm at in my current process. And I would encourage all of you to do a self audit of the same. Take a look at your goals and see how you're doing. So the first goal that I had, I wanted to create 70 YouTube videos this year. I did not want to set a goal of subscriber number because I cannot control how many times someone hits that subscribe button or unsubscribes, you know, but what I can control is how many videos did I create and put out into the world this year. So that was my goal. I wanted to do 70. How am I currently doing? So as of today, I am sitting at 61. I would say 61 videos and considering there's only, you know, four weeks or so in, in December, if I add that in, that would put me around 65, let's say. So I'm pretty darn close to my goal. I don't know if I will actually hit 70 because it would mean that I would have to do some extra videos like lives or something. And I don't necessarily want to put that pressure on myself because I don't want to just put out videos for the sake of putting out videos. I do want them to be substantial in some way. So I'm going to have to think about that and if I'm okay with not hitting that goal. But one thing to note is I did put out a few videos on a separate channel. So I think if you count those in, I'm actually pretty close to 70. The next goal I set for myself, it's kind of laughable. I know I put a goal that I wanted to create 50 podcast episodes this year. And if you go back and look, I think one is a demo, just like, welcome to Shelly Saves the Day. This is what this podcast, it was literally just something so I could get it up on iTunes or Stitcher. And it's like 30 seconds long. It shouldn't even count as a podcast episode. And then I had one other episode where it was just kind of me going on a little bit of a mini rant. And so two, (laughs) or really like one and a half podcast episodes in this last year which is not great. Um, Anyone would tell you that two out of 50 is not the best, but I'm hoping that with Podmas and putting out 24, hopefully 25, we'll see episodes. That will get me closer to my goal. That will get me 27. Still not actually hitting my goal, but it's a lot closer. Okay, my next goal. I don't know why this is so hard for me because I love it as a platform and I'm on it constantly, but I fall into a trap of my feed doesn't look perfect and I don't have a consistent theme and so, or I just say, I don't have anything interesting to post and so I just end up not posting, which is really a shame because it's a lot of where my interaction comes from. 
So what I'm talking about is Instagram. And so last year I made a goal for myself. What I really wanted to do was post on Instagram 300 times. I knew personally I was not going to hit every day. I just knew. And so I was like, okay, 300, that's, you know, pretty consistently. And then, you know, there's a couple months basically off where you're posting nothing. You can do that, right? Wrong. <laughs> and so here's how I did. I am currently sitting at 237 out of 300, which isn't so bad, but you know, there's only 30 days left of the month. So, I mean, pretty much of this entire year, right? So unless, even if I posted once every day, which doesn't seem likely, that would still only get me to 267. So I'm kind of trying to come to grips with, I am just not gonna hit 300. So maybe it was overly ambitious of me to try and put out 300. Um, you know, sometimes you gotta try and aim big and you don't know, and you don't have the data points to say, is this a realistic goal? Is this something I can achieve? Now I know, you know, next year I could still try and strive to hit 300 because I think that would be a good goal. And in fact, it probably will make my goal list again and probably the same number. The next goal I set for myself was to publish 25 individual blog posts on my website, ShellySavesTheDay.com. And I ended up right now sitting at five, which is definitely not that great. I know that when you upload a podcast to your website, it technically counts as a blog post, but I feel bad counting these as as posts, but I guess in the long scheme of things, I guess you could say they still count. And so, um, because a lot of them will have show notes or, you know, a lot of people will type up certain things about the episode. So because you're putting content out about the podcast episode, it still counts as a blog post on the website. So I will say I will hit that goal once if all of the episodes go up as planned. So that's pretty cool. The next goal that I had, I don't even know why I put it out there that I wanted a specific number of Twitter followers, which just seems very unlike me because I even said earlier that I don't want to have something specifically around a number, but I had a goal to try and increase my Twitter reach and have 1400 followers. And somehow I have gone past that, but there was no moment where I was like, oh, I've hit my goal. It was just like, okay, next. Like I didn't even realize that the goal was what it was and that I had achieved it. So take that for what you will, because that's just like, hmm, okay, it wasn't a very good goal. I probably shouldn't have had it on there. All right, and moving into the business slash other part of my goals, one of the goals that I came up with was I wanted to create something. I wanted to have something that I could sell, whether it was a digital asset or something downloadable. I was like, can I create an ebook about YouTube or can I create subscribe buttons or intros and do end slates for, you know, for people who would pay for them, like whether it be on Fiverr or, you know, just soliciting friends and family or people that I know who are trying to do YouTube and wanted more help when it came to those things. I haven't done it. And so I don't know how I feel about that because maybe it was an overly ambitious goal and I wasn't quite ready for it. It seems like something I could maybe do in this next year, but maybe it was a little too early for me to have that be a goal last year. I don't know if that makes sense. And then next things were under kind of the more business side of YouTube. I really, really wanted to get YouTube certified 
And that I did. I actually got certified in two different areas, one of which they don't offer anymore, but channel growth and content strategy. And I will slowly and surely make my way through all of the other certifications that they do offer now that they only have like three. And it's a lot easier to get certified than it used to be in the past. So it doesn't seem as special since like everyone can do it now, but I'm still very, very proud of myself for achieving that certification. And it means a lot to me because I had a harder time getting certified because, you know, they didn't want to let me in because I didn't have enough subscribers or, you know, I didn't have a channel manager. And the fact that I still was able to do it, it made me feel really proud the first time that I got my certification. I was like, oh my gosh, I did it. So I am really proud of that. I did want to get a trademark approved for basically my channel name, my name. And it took me, I filed like December of last year, and it took me until the very end of October, beginning of November of this year. So it was 11 month process, but I did it. I finally saw the status change online and I got this email notification saying the status had changed. I'm so excited. I'm still waiting on the paper mail certificate, but just knowing that I did it and I was able to achieve something like that where I thought it was going to be way too hard and complicated, way too much legal jargon, trying to fill out the forms online, paying all this money, wondering, is it ever going to work? Um, I was really proud of myself when I got that email saying like, it is officially a registered trademark. And so I know it doesn't mean as much for a lot of people, but it was very, very special to me. And the same goes for when I became an LLC and filed all my paperwork and was trying to become a little bit, you know, more official, more business-like. And so being able to say, yes, I created a business LLC. I have a trademark now, you know, <laughs> I'm YouTube certified. I'm just now starting to break into like with Teespring having merch and, you know, just experimenting and trying all these different things and like expanding my horizons beyond just being a video creator. I think it's really, really important that we try and do that. And it's all a learning experience. You just don't know. You don't know what it's like to try and do a campaign with Teespring until you do it. You don't know what it's like to try and file your paperwork to become an LLC until you do it or your trademark or what happens when they reject it and they want to see it, you know, worded a different way. So I was really excited when some of these things have really been coming together for me in this last year. The next thing, I wanted to create a, um, a business mailing box because I didn't always want to be giving my personal address out to, you know, who knows however many people. And in the case that you moved or anything like that, and it just seemed like a business address was just a little bit more official and proper. So I did. I went down to the UPS store locally and I prepaid for a year's worth of box services. And though I don't get a lot of packages, it just makes me feel good to know that my business address is in the description box of all of my YouTube videos. When and if I create an email list, it's in there, you know, because you have to have one through MailChimp to have a email campaign started you have to have you know a business mailing address all this stuff so um, you know I had to have a business mailing address to file all of my LLC and business paperwork for my trademark so I thought it was really important to get that ball rolling and so I felt kind of like a grown-up going down there and picking out my box and you know I know it sounds silly but I just thought it was kind of cool one other goal that I had set out for myself was I wanted to try and 
start offering services. I'm not trying to come out as I'm a pro and, you know, I know so much and you should be paying me for your services, but I have been on YouTube now a couple of years and a year previous before that with a second channel and I do know a few things. I have bought some courses. I have gone to some conferences. I do have more knowledge than some people do. And it's not only that, it's the convenience of being able to provide these services for people and make their lives better, give them back their time, and not feeling bad that I think I should charge money for that benefit to them. It was a really, really hard hurdle to get over. And the first time I even listed the service on my website, I, I listed for a price because I didn't think anyone would pay it. And I just put it up there because like, no one's going to pay it, but I'm going to put it out there into the universe that this is going to happen. And then I had kind of like a, a quick session with Roberto Blake and he's telling you, I don't know why you're charging this price. And I literally thought he was going to say, no one's going to pay that because, you know, that's just way too high for your experience level. He was like, that's way too low. No one will take you seriously when they see that number. And I was like, what? Like, I was scared to even put that number. You're telling me to double it? <laughs> so, and it was just kind of one of those moments where I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do that. And I may or may not have had anybody click on that link yet or be interested in it. But the fact that someone else outside was still looking at it, believing that I was worth more than I was giving myself credit for and saying, you need to give yourself credit for that. That was actually really special and important. So I was like, okay, that's really cool. And then I created a Facebook page this year. And I really wanted to try and get up to like 400 followers on it. Again, really bad goal because it shouldn't be about a specific number. It should be about, you know, numbers of pieces of content or something else that's really controllable, not however many pe people hit the like or follow button. And so that is a bad goal. I admit it. I wanted 400. I didn't get 400. I got 251. And I'm very grateful because 250 people, you know, hit that button and said that they want to see more from me. And that's that's really cool. And I even started a Facebook group and just doing that, that act of bravery, I guess you could say, was a big deal for me. And yeah, there's like three people in it, but guess what? Those are three people that want to like, those are my friends and they're going to watch me go through this journey. And I would say, if you want to be in it, it's called brand new to branded business. And it's walking, you know, beginners through intermediate, through what it takes to go from you know, maybe I'm a business or I want to sell something into how do I do that? How do I use social media to perform? How do I get it to drive leads to me? How do I, you know, basically build a business and brand myself and put myself out on the internet? And I'm at these stages too. I'm at the very beginning. I'm trying to figure out how to basically create an e-course on how to do video editing with iMovie. And I owe that to meeting with Justin and Steve Dotto from, you know, from VidSummit and them telling me that what you have is special and you can sell it and people will buy it and you just have to give it to them in a clean, pretty package. And so that's one of the reasons why the pre-sale is up on my website because I told them, I promised them, I'm going to make this course. And if it's out there on the web, even as a pre-order, it can gauge interest, but it also is like the indication to people this is happening, this is coming, I'm going to do this. And so it was kind of like my mini promise to them, like, I swear, <laughs> the time that we spent talking, I'm not going to just waste it. I am going to actually create something. I'm scared and I'm nervous, but I'm really excited about it too. So 
If you guys are interested in being in that Facebook group, like I said, the Facebook group is brand new to Branded Business. You're going to follow me along my journey. And if you're in the same boat, we can do it together. I will give you everything that I think I know. I won't hold anything back. If you have questions, I mean, we can go through it together because I just don't believe right now that it's always about, you know, what I can get out of people. It's about sharing and making people feel more comfortable. And I really believe that. So if you're interested in that kind of thing and you want to learn more, join that Facebook group. All right. So that was the wrap up on my goals for this year that I put out on January 1st. And I think it might even be a cool thing to develop my goals for next year during Podmas. And I don't know, maybe you guys will be able to help me out with what should be included, what shouldn't be included, you know, what's a good goal and what isn't. Um, I would definitely be curious to know your thoughts. And that is going to wrap it up for Podmas Day 1. And thank you so much for hanging in there. I know it was a long one and maybe it wasn't the most exciting hearing about someone else's goals, but I think it's important to know that everyone that you see online, they're all trying to, you know, make goals, achieve goals. And it probably always seems like they're doing amazing things and you can't imagine them not, you know, having a hard time with anything. So I hope that this was able to show you that, yeah, just because I have, you know, a, a sizable amount of people on my YouTube channel, it doesn't mean that I was able to achieve the goals that I set out for myself. And I'm still striving and I'm still working on it. And I hope that's helpful for you to see that. Because I know for me, if I was in that position, some of the people that I really look up to seeing, you know, what they wanted to achieve, what they did achieve and how they feel about it. Um, I think it would be kind of a cool insight into that. So I hope it was helpful for you. I will see you all tomorrow. Bye-bye. That's going to wrap it up for today's Podmas episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've enjoyed our time together, I would love it if you gave a five-star review on whatever listening platform you are tuning in from. I do not take our time together for granted. I know you could be anywhere and listening to anyone and you chose to spend your time with me and I really appreciate that. I will see you in a Podmas episode very soon. Thanks guys. Bye.